Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Shelters by Jesus Radio. My name is Al, and I'm here with my co-host Seth and our special guest, Eric Spangler. So we'll continue, and thank you for joining us. Yeah, it's been great having you here, and thank you, Eric, for joining us once again. Thank you. So good to be with you guys. Amen. So, uh, last episode, we you shared some amazing testimonies of God's love and His power, and I was we, Al and I were both deeply touched at what's going on. And isn't it amazing that God can protect you in these places? It is amazing. You know, He sends His angels to protect us, and we have so many people praying for us around the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's encouraging. We um, we go in His power. We know we can't fail. There really is a spiritual battle going on, isn't it? For the heart and minds of people and the, the souls. It's a battle. It really is. I know I, I recognized uh, Brother here, Seth, for his service mm-hmm. in the military, and he certainly understands battles and that sort of thing, but I gave him a little a token to put on the whole armor of God, mm-hmm. and you probably do that all the time, don't you, Eric? Every day. Every day. <laughs> Every day. It's just uh, you see it. You know, you can feel it. When you walk into some of these countries, you get off the airplane, the oppression, the darkness. Uh, but we bring light into some dark, dark situations, and we know the light will cast out the darkness. Amen. You know, I like the illustration whenever at nighttime you got lights on the house and it's dark outside and you open up the door, darkness does not come in. The light goes out. Amen. I like that. Mm. Now, you recently went to Haiti. You and I had breakfast. (laughs) You were telling me about this amazing way that God opened the doors for you to go and share Jesus Christ. It's quite amazing. Would you share that with us? Yes. We were there with a ministry called Go Build Love. A team of about 10 of us or so and talking about a dark place. Wow. Voodoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. And we had a chance, a dear brother of mine that I was rooming with, witness to a voodoo priest. And, um, you know, it's, uh, we, like I said, you know, greater is he who's in you than he's in the world. And so we have nothing to fear. And so he went and sat with this voodoo priest for an hour. And um, the guy listened to him, where the team before us, a few weeks before that, tried to witness this guy. He didn't have any part to do with Christ. So you could see a difference uh, within just those several weeks and uh, that he actually sat for an hour. Listen to him. Didn't come to Christ. But the good news is our translator that was there weeks before said the best way to reach this guy is to try to win win over their children, spread the gospel to them, and try to reach their kids. And so the next next house they went and knocked on uh, in that village uh, was the daughter, adult daughter of this uh, voodoo priest. And they said, do you know do you know who Jesus is? And she said, no, but I want to know. Oh, oh, wow. She came to Christ. You know? No kidding. And so on this, God. On this trip, God. this trip that we were on, you know, went back and checked on her. And that's when her dad, the voodoo priest, sat for an hour and listened to, you know. So maybe next time, I believe he's probably going to come to Christ. Now, one of the struggles that Haiti has yeah. is dirty water. Yeah, yeah, dirty water. And we were in this villages, went to many villages, uh, remote dusty dirt places they don't have any way to get clean water really and so here we are going in these places and we take these little filtration systems with a hose on it and we buy or purchase or whatever gather five gallon buckets and then drill a hole in it they put their nasty water and we give them to everyone every home in the village teach them that this filter will clean the dirty water purify it so they can drink it it's some of the nastiest water in the world and uh, they won't get sick you know it helps them maintain healthy hygiene, everything. They can do whatever they want to with it, particularly drink it. And they, we say, okay, this cleans that dirty water and purifies it, just like Christ came to take away our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so we make that correlation, and their eyes start to open up, and they, they recognize 
who Jesus is as we're coming to show them the love of Christ by giving them this water. And they, they actually sit and listen who Christ is, and they want to know more. What Sorry. a great correlation, though, just of cleaning yeah. and how the Holy Spirit comes in then when you invite him. He calls us, and then and then we're cleansed. That's it. You know, the filtration system is an is a image. You know, it's a picture of the gospel. And so these people uh, are grateful, first of all, that we're coming there, that they can get clean drinking water and uh, help them not get sick and, and all that, lead to illnesses. Even the kids can lead to severe, deadly diseases. And so we care enough to bring it to them inside their home, showing them how it operates and works, and then uh, tell them this is why we're doing this, you know, because what Christ has done for us. And we want to offer this this gift of salvation to you. And they're, they're willing to listen. You know, they're in their own environment, their own home. Well, the secret there is you're showing them the love of Jesus, then you're talking about it. Yeah. It's easy to talk about it. It's yeah. more, I think it's real love when you show it. Yeah, and then we try to give it to every single family in that village. And then you document that. Yeah, we document it. We capture it on video. It has legs. It has legs. Yeah, and we, we hear it in their voice, see it in their eyes. You know, we get we interview, uh, like on a particular video with Haiti, this one lady was, was so excited, you know, when she got her bucket system and the Bible, we give them a Bible, working through the local church there, if there is one, Sometimes there's not. You know, maybe sometimes there's a pastor who's walked from many, many miles on, on the side of mountains to get to this village. Uh, we work through him, and he does the follow up. You know, many times he'll go back and check on. And so here we are. Uh, this one particular lady. I, it's so spontaneous. These things happen. So I was able to capture her talking about. She has this joy of the Lord on her face. All right. She says, mm-hmm. "We love you so much for bringing us this bucket filter, and we know God loves us too because He brought it to us." So they correlate the gifts from that. Directly, it comes from God. It's amazing how she, <laughs> she can see that. And we live in a world where we get mad when we lose cell signal. <laughs> <laughs> or, or electricity goes right, off. Right. Now, these filters last 20 years. Yeah, if they maintain it well. And that's one, one thing we try to let them know. And it, the it, difference is, is the filter of Christ is eternity. That's it. Right. Yeah, that's a huge difference. Amen. But 20 years 20 is years. significant. Yeah, there's no batteries required. So you documented that all going on, and, and then people get to see that and are yeah. encouraged and are hopefully uh, uh, brought to the throne room as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have something special going on here and continues, miracles of the Lord, right. working with people that are homeless, but they're God's people too, Yeah. Uh, many of them coming to Christ. So you documented that story, right? a little bit different than the ongoing ministry, uh, missionary trips that you do, but still within that realm of speaking to people about yeah. the good news of Jesus Christ. Yeah, because it's important for us to give testimony to what God's doing, to His power. And that's what we try to do. We try to capture testimony of God's power working through people. And that's where we're at up here. Um, we started this process, you know, I guess a few years ago. And um, we came up here and we started capturing, wow, look at what God's doing. You know, it's a miracle. Someone goes from death to life, you know, and that's all through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we see in that and then the life transformation. And so we want to capture that and be able to put that together in a story, you know, of, of what the issue is, how it's being met through the ministry, and then how other people can help. Put that in a little video, give it to the ministry and let them go out and show other people the testimony of what God's doing through the ministry and let people get involved. The Holy Spirit will work through that however he wants to, and then people receive it, and then uh, we're, we're out of the picture, and then God Amen. does the work. Amen. I think, I think ultimately if you're a servant of Christ, you know you're out of the picture, 
right? It's all about Jesus Christ. So it's not about, look what I made. Look at this great film I made. And I think that's what happens a lot of times to me. You know, God knows uh, I don't need that. I don't need any help trying to puff myself up. Mm. We had a chance to make a movie with Chuck Norris' son, Mike Norris. We Mm. did that, and it was good. It is a great movie, by the way. I I highly (laughs) recommend you guys bug Eric for it because— I can get you a copy of it if anybody wants it. And it's called what now? Maggie's Passage. So when you came up here to Maine to record Shelters by Jesus, it was in the winter for the most part, right? You did come up when there wasn't any snow. And this has been about a two-year process, right? I'm sitting there shaking my head. What am I saying? You guys need to hear me. Okay, yes. (laughs) It's about a two-year process, and it's been amazing. I think, uh, I don't know, I've, I've gone through much footage many times and uh there's so much footage that i didn't get to use mm. that hopefully i'll get to use at some point but uh the documentary is about 12 minutes long and it's um it's something that god put together you know there's a team of people me and a couple other people worked on it and uh praise god it's for, even for me seeing it as much as i've seen it, it's a tearjerker you know because mm. like i said uh it's the power of god working through through people and life transformation how can you not get excited about seeing that it's basically about his first book where we talk about the miracles of the shelter and how it was made. So it's nice to read the book, but when you're able to come and see the miracles. Yeah, and it's, and hear it in the in the people's voice and to see it in their eyes. You mm. know, like some of the people dead and gone already. Yeah. You know, and but you see see the power of God working through them, and it's exciting. You know, it's exciting. You can't uh, you cannot script it. It's hard not to get emotional. When you have the spirit of the living God and that love in your heart, you then begin to connect with those situations and the people in, in another way that's just even really hard to describe. So it's emotional. Well, that's it really the, is. Isn't that the evidence of the spirit now? The things that grieve God grieve you. The things that bring God joy bring you joy. That's part of, That's right? some of it. Yep. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that's some of it. It's not the sure. whole picture. But sure. I see films of believers and the hardships and the victories they go through, and it's just... It's hard not to get choked up. Mm. I mean, even as men, we're taught to some extent not to show our emotions. But boy, when you're a believer, it's it's impossible not to. Yeah. And you see faith in action in a lot of these people. You know, you hear about it, you know, but you see what these people are doing. They're trusting God. Uh, They're trusting for God to supply. There's no budget here this ministry, <laughs> you know, and I keep yeah. hear, seeing it and hearing it. Yeah. Go, Where does this food come from? It comes from God. What? Your faith, you're believing God's going to supply? Yeah. Well, look at that van show up right when you need it, manna. full of food. Manna. You know, and so it's like, yeah. that's a miracle. You well, know? we've had, we've had, you know, times I was sharing this with you off the air where we were down to almost completely empty freezers. And Dan and Ken came to me and they're like, uh, what do we do? We don't have food to even feed ourselves. And I said, you give it. And both men, I, I will say, were very accepting of that. They wanted what God wanted. And so I said, we're going to trust him. Give it away. And that evening, almost two vans full of food show up. And then recently, we had so much food show up that we, all our freezers were full and we were going to lose all this meat. And Dan's like, we need more freezers. I said, no, Dan. I said, there's a story in the Bible about a man who built too many barns. <laughs> I said, God is telling us to give it out. So call everybody you know, whether they're on our list or not. I told staff members, call your family, call your friends. God wants his food out, so let's give it out. And we we did. And that was his glory. Now, had we asked for more freezers, I don't know what would have happened. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> but God blessed us with an abundance not to keep but to give. And we had so many people come in and getting two boxes of food rather than one box. And that's all God. And then somebody donated some freezers. <laughs> that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they got filled. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, but praise his 
praise his holy name. I get people all the time that come in here, well, how do you, you know, pay this and how do you manage this? And I said, honestly, brother, I don't know. We have regular supporters now, but then we'll get this check with a letter that says, I don't know why, but God told me to give this to you. God bless you. And I'm like, praise the Lord. And had we been uh, an institution that trusted in the government, we'd, we'd probably be shut down right now. Eric, I see you got a little three by five note card there. Looks like there's a Bible verse uh, scribbled on there. Can you share that with us? Yeah, I like First Peter two seventeen. Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Mm. Mm. You know, and that's what we. That's what I want to do. I want to honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Thank you. You know, it's funny because we. That's one of Al's favorite questions: is what's your favorite Bible verse? And we get this variety, and it's just so powerful to God's word and how it each verse will affect somebody. You know, and we find that it's usually connected to what they're doing, and it's that verse that fuels them. Yeah, I mean, I you know, if I was to fear my circumstances or situations, it'd be. I'd be out. I'd be tapping out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember being on a bridge one time in Africa, in a near, near Somalia, and I had to fear God, only Him, because if I'd have feared these Muslims that were around us, around us, we were stuck on a bridge. Uh, this this uh, truck that we'd rented, the Toyota, broke down on this bridge. There's holes on the bridge, and three tires were stuck in it. And then all these Muslims started coming around us, and um, I was the only white guy that been back up. And they said I wasn't supposed to be up in there with these pastors, and um, th- we thought we were gonna get killed, you know. Mm. And uh, I just remember this peace coming over me. Trust God, trust God. And uh, so these persecuted pastors, we were back there. Uh, visiting with, they had our arms cut off and that sort of thing. They come up here to try to help us get off that bridge quickly, and they eventually got us off there. And we pulled out, and we got stuck. We couldn't get over the mountains because it sprinkled a little bit, and these uh, tires were just spinning. So we had to sit there, and uh, somebody in the car, one of the local pastors, called the embassy, and they said, we got to get a helicopter back there and get him out of there because he's not supposed to be back up in there. And so they ended up coming with a Land Rover. It took about six hours to get us, mm. and we were able to get out there safely. But if I'm not Trusting in God, you know, he's the one that's in control. Don't fear man. What can man do to me? Can you share with us that? You know, you say it's it's better to fear God than to fear man. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by fear? Well, he's the one that is all in control. He's sovereign, right? There's nothing that's out of his control, his power. He's all powerful, right? He's the one that controls our soul, our spirit, right? Right. They cut my arm off. So what? No big deal. And in the big picture, they cut my head off. Big picture. It's all good. Much better to obey him than than obey man. One of the questions I ask my residents, you know, because we have some who are kind of resisting that spirit. When you stand before the Lord and it's all over, what possible excuse can you fathom Mm -hmm. for failing to serve the Lord? Yeah. What possible excuse in that moment do you think eye to eye with God he's going to accept? This is going to sound crazy, but probably about 45 years ago, I was uh, the evening DJ at my college and we had a group called Black Oak, Arkansas came to town. And I had that privilege, actually, of interviewing Jim Dandy Mangrum, the lead singer to that group. And they weren't exactly godly. They may be now. My hope is that is the case. But I remember he talked about you could invest and buy this square inch of a mountain in Arkansas called heaven. And I just thought, gosh, that's something I want. I want a piece of heaven. Now, years later, isn't this interesting? We know that heaven is a real place and is a lot bigger than a square inch. And so that's our driving force, really. We're not citizens of this world. And I'm so encouraged to hear what you're talking about, Eric, and just how God delivers us, and we can trust in Him. And I'm sure some of our listeners need to hear that, too. One time I said, I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of my mm-hmm. life, right? Yes. 
But I've changed that. I want to hear it moment by moment every day. Mm. You know, this is my last day. Oh, that's good. I want to hear it moment by moment. That's good. Thank you for sharing that. Because I know you time. and I had breakfast this morning, and I was saying, you know, I said, when it's all said and done, I want to hear well done. But why not get in the habit of listening for it now? How do we hear that, Eric? What would you say at the end of the day leads you to hearing well done? Oh, man, it's got to be the Spirit every day, walking in the Spirit, walk by faith, not by sight, not being uh, controlled by your circumstances. Easier said than done in some cases. Much easier. I think it's important to be around people who want to walk with God, you right. know, surround yourself yes. with some godly men, Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, ho- help hold you accountable, you know? Am, I, am I loving my wife well? Am I, am I the leader of my home that God wants me to be? Amen. Because it starts in the home. It really does. I want some accountability. I want to be teachable. Proverbs is very clear about us being teachable, uh, accepting correction. and. Well, he resists the proud yeah you know right but blesses the humble right well if grace if his grace is an ocean we're all <laughs> drowned <laughs> as, as the song says yeah. yeah amen so we're we're so pleased to have you here in maine and to introduce the documentary people are going to be shortly be able to see that regularly what else is in the burners here Oh, man. It all depends on where we're invited. I don't want to go before the Lord. Many times, we got many invitations right now on the table for the Amazon. Uh, there's a couple back up in there, and the Amazon has been wanting us to come back there and uh, disciple them. So we're going to be going back to Amazon pretty soon. There's a Panama wants us to come back over there. Now, if somebody has a ministry, they'd like you to come and bring awareness to it. Yeah. They can go to your website. Yes. Soldoutpictures.org. And do they click the video service request form? Mm-hmm. They can do that. Uh, that's going to be uh, one of the first things they do. They can call me first. Uh, I've gotten texts even the other day. Hey, can you go to Amazon with us? You know, but they can email me. There's my email address on the website. Okay. Feel free to contact me. Let me know about their ministry. And uh, we like to help people who really need help. You know, right. we're not big on helping the big institutions so much right. because we don't charge for these. We want to help people that can't really afford uh, right. videos. So you do these completely free. Completely, yes. Right. We don't and charge for them. You don't charge for them, and uh, that's why the donations are so important. So important. Yeah. So what's the process like to select a ministry to go cover? I mean, obviously prayer. Yeah, prayer. Yeah, it's prayer. It's got to be about the gospel first. It's not about marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want that to be the number one thing. We want somebody that's um, really about evangelism, discipleship. We don't really script write these. We just go and capture what God's doing. And then they can go out and show other people what they're doing and then get people involved that way. And you guys have been doing this for how long? Been in full-time ministry about 20 years, 10 years with Crusade, and 10 years with Sold Out Pictures. We okay. started this up around 2011, and um, wow, it's it's been almost 10 years now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. And so this didn't happen overnight, much like the shelter. <laughs> well, we continue to evolve, too. We I mean, do. just as we, as we sit here, we're prepping to have a new roof put on. And there's just so much to that story, too. It just who would have ever thought a ministry as ourself with really no budget? And we're relying on the Lord, and we need a new roof. And it's a rather large building where the sanctuary is. And yet it happened. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. And some people were led by the Holy Spirit to get involved and fundraising took place. Some of God's people really came to bat. And then in perhaps, Lord willing, we're going to have some solar panels up there too. So Eric, this was really encouraging. And I mean, I, we could keep you here for a month and mm-hmm. get stories from you. <laughs> so good. Um, well, we've documented this and that's part have. of the deal. We, we, have. we tell the story and so, it continues. We have a special gift for you, sir. Al found this for you and we'd like to give you some pure main maple Ooh, syrup. Sir. Thank you so much. Yeah. Maple syrup. I like Yes, sir. Make sure you bring it home to your family. Now, now that's pure main. So that's a special, special 
blend. Only that'll, by that'll me That'll be trees. gone in one meal, but that's fine. <laughs> you can think of us. And thank you. And we'll be praying for you, too. Please. Amen. So, yeah. So, real quick, before yeah. we wrap this up, some of the needs, Eric, what are some of the needs that perhaps our listeners could help you with? You know, I'd say prayer. You know, pray for us. Pray for uh, wisdom. Pray for guidance. We want we to be spirit-led. And then uh, continue, I guess, would be good to have some some help with editing, mm. you know, and okay. there's some, you know what editing's oh, like, you, yes, you, at yes, these sir. podcasts, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, some prayer, and then if anybody'd like to donate, that'd be, that'd be great too, you and, know. And they can donate through your website. They can donate through our website, yes, that'd be great. I believe, and in my heart of hearts, this is a mission that supports missions, and it's vital it's a vital, vital thing. And I want to thank you, your wife. I know she's involved and members of the board for what you do, not only for this place, but for the, the little guy around the world who's trying to just shout Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, so thank you That's for that it. very much. And yeah, I like to say it's, uh, we like to help. We're, we're, it's more organic, raw right. ministry, you know. Yeah. Like you said, just the people that need help. Grassroots stuff is mm-hmm. so important to document. Well, thank you. Uh, and thank you, Al, for being with me again, sir. This has been a real pleasure. Thank, thank you, Eric, too, really. I think it's an honor to meet you. Well, next time you come up, sir, we're going to snag you again. Unfortunately, you've got <laughs> way, way too many stories here to, to encourage and lift people up. And but you have an open invitation, Thank too. you so much. Absolutely. It's a blessing to be with yeah. you guys. I love what you're doing because it's a much what we do, you know. Yeah. It's a heart to spread the gospel and, and help encourage people and spread their testimony of what God's doing through them. Well, thank you, my friend, for joining us. Thank you. So if you want to know more about Sold Out Pictures, please go to the soldoutpictures.org website. Uh, it's an amazing mission field, and I highly recommend you check it out and pray. And if God moves you to give, please do so. If you want to learn more about Shelters by Jesus, you can go to www.sheltersbyjesus.com, where you can donate there, too. And $10 a month will get somebody off the street and into the shelter. It goes a long way for us. You can also catch more of the podcast at sbjradio.com. If you'd like to write us a letter, you can write a letter at Shelters by Jesus. 12 McClellan Street, Skowhegan, Maine, 04976, or you can give us a call at 207-474-8833. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Al. Oh, it's been a pleasure again. Awesome, and thank you, Eric. Thank you for having me. It's been a blessing. God bless.